glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need the glory. We need the glory. Your soul, your spirit was not made for dead religion. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit where God has ordained that his glory dwells. Dead religion produces dead churches which produces spiritually dead people. We need the glory of God. Jesus Christ is glory. He is glory. I'm not just talking about a theological concept. I'm talking spiritual reality. The glory of God will heal you, will deliver you, will change you from glory to glory, will transform you, will make you into a different person. I want to play a video uh, from a couple of weeks ago of a lady who experienced the glory of God. We ready? Amen. You're free. Walk. 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 As if I can't see properly, still like dim eyes. That's the power of God in her eyes. Power of God in her eyes. What do you see? She sees with her eyes the glory of God. She sees the glory of God. Now watch her, watch her, watch her. The glory is in the house. She's seeing the glory of God. Jesus is here. He shows his glory. Signs and wonders. She's looking at the glory. Jesus is glory. And he wants to indwell you. Before the service, before the meeting, I had a vision of Jesus standing in a door. And it was, it was like he was saying, you know, in John 10, it's, he said, I am 
the door of the sheep. And he was waiting and welcoming people to come. Eternal life, heaven, to come, to come, to come. You know, some people, they come to get a healing. They come to get a deliverance. They come to get a blessing. But he wants you to enter the door and come unto him. He has so much for us. Why live in darkness when we can go through Jesus into glorious, heavenly, beautiful glory? Amen. Just close your eyes for a moment. Jesus is the door. Will you come to him tonight? If you realise that you're on the other side, you know that, that there's a place called heaven, the dominion of Jesus, a place of glory, of holiness, and you want to come to him tonight, you know, you can leave your sin behind and you can come unto Jesus, the Saviour of the world, and put your faith in him. If that's you and you desire to go through the door, I am the door, says Jesus. Then just lift your hands to him. If that's you, just lift your hands to him. Lord, I want to enter your door. I want heaven, heaven, heaven. I want to leave my sinful life. I turn to Christ. I repent of my sin. I turn to Jesus. I give you my heart. I make you my Lord and my Saviour. I give you what is broken. I give it to you that you might cleanse me, wash me. Make me as white as snow. Give me your righteousness. I come through your door into heaven. The kingdom of heaven is mine today. In Jesus' name, I believe heaven is my home. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So go, go beyond dead religion. Press into the glory of Jesus. John the Baptist prophesied of Jesus' coming and he prophesied from Isaiah 40 verse 3, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain shall be brought, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. Are you in a rough place? Are you in a crooked place? Jesus will make it straight. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. That is God's will. Jesus Christ 
is the glory of the Lord. John the Baptist came to prophesy that his glory would be revealed to all flesh. And through the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world, people are experiencing the glory of God. Hallelujah. 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 One of the great ways, one of the great ways to be filled with the glory of God is to meditate on the word of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. When you meditate in the Holy Spirit by faith with a believing attitude, not an attitude that you're criticising, interpreting the book or reading a novel, but when you come with a humble, expectant attitude, hungry for God, you will encounter the glory of Jesus Christ as you meditate on the Word. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In the glory there is grace, and grace is the power of God to help those who can't help themselves. In the glory, there is power and there is truth. People who reject the glory for religion, there's no power and they lack truth. They'll go into deception. They'll go into doctrine and finally into their own doctrine. Because true doctrine comes from above. Jesus said that he received his doctrine from his father. Hallelujah. John bore witness of him, Jesus, and cried out saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness, everyone say fullness. We have all received grace upon grace. Amen. Power upon power. Go deeper. Power upon power. <clears throat> we can go deeper into the glory. Why stay on the fringes? Why not yield your life to Jesus? Make him Lord of all. Give up on your life and give it to him. Get out of the driver's seat. Sit in the passenger's seat. Stop driving your car and let Jesus Christ get in the driver's seat and take you wherever he wants. Why not give up and let him have control? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give up, I dare you, and make him Lord. Take your hands off your life. Say, Jesus, 
whatever you want. And you will become like a leaf that he blows. Why try to be in control of everything? Why not just let him take over and let the glory come? Hallelujah. Until, until the glory fills your eyes and you no longer can see the physical realm. Hallelujah. Until you're no longer aware of your natural senses. Until you're aware of heaven, heaven, glory, hallelujah. And the Lord says, Mark, why don't you preach it again? Why don't you preach it again? Why don't you let go of the natural senses and see in the spirit the glory of heaven, the glory of God? The glory that heals, delivers. Jesus stands in his glory. Hallelujah. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may he give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The glory has riches, hallelujah, miracles, provision, everything that you need. It's your inheritance. Why don't you come to the glory of Jesus? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come. Don't focus on the passing glory of this world. Don't focus on whether your car is waxed and shiny. Don't focus on your bank account and your house. Focus on those things which are above where Christ is seated. Focus on the incorruptible word of God. It is glory. Having been born again, 1 Peter 1, 23, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. When you are born again of the Spirit of God, you are born again of incorruptible seed. Eternal life is yours. Death is not your portion. But incorruptible through the word of God which lives and abides forever because all flesh 
is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. You know, it's nice to have chandeliers, nice building, but I want the glory to come. All of this will pass, but Jesus is eternal. Why not go after the true riches? The whole world is going after the material things. Whole world's concerned about inflation. Whole world is concerned about the material. But let your concern be about the eternal, about Jesus Christ, about your heart and your relationship with him. The grass withers, its flower falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Amen. I tell you, meditate on the word and you will meet Jesus in his glory. People hunger for God. Where can we find him? In your bedroom, open the Bible and read it and hunger and thirst and you will find the glory even in your bedroom. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Look at his glory. Hallelujah. Pray that the Lord opens your eyes to see the glory. He wants to fill you with his glory. Fill your eyes with his glory. Why look just at material things? Hallelujah. You know, the world trains us to develop the mind, but God wants us to walk in righteousness and to develop the spiritual senses that you might know Jesus by faith. You know, people say things, oh, this has happened, there's a car crash, this, you know, I lost my job. And it's all about the physical realm and what's happened. But look beyond and see the goodness of God. See the glory of God, even in the midst of trouble. His glory is with us and we lack no good thing. No good thing. When trouble comes your way, as a believer, be assured it's for your good. Whatever Satan throws at you, be assured that God will use it for good. Just focus on his glory. You know, when the enemy comes in, when, when there's persecution, when there's difficulty, go deeper in the word. Meditate on the promises of God. How do you fight the devil? By meditating on the word. Hallelujah. The devil wants to shut your eyes, your ears, to the promises of God, to all that is yours, and get you to moan and groan and about this life. Have faith. Believe in God. All things are possible for him. 
Now, we with unveiled faces beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed. Everyone say transformed. Into the same image from glory to glory. The Bible, Paul says that we are justified and we are glorified. He wants to fill you with his glory, from glory to glory. You know, when you come into the glory, when you come into the glory, it will change you. You will not be the same. When you just go and do religion, you're the same today as you were yesterday or you're worse. But when you come into the glory of Jesus, it'll change you. You'll become like him. Amen. Amen. I need changing. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need changing too. Amen. It's called grace. See, in the world, people defend themselves, you know, because the world will take everything you do wrong and throw it at you in accusation. But with Jesus, you can be honest because he is here by his grace to forgive you and transform you into someone beautiful, someone glorious, justified and glorified. Turn to your neighbour and say, I am justified and glorified. I am Christ-like. My sins are gone. I am more than an overcomer. I walk. I walk in the heavenlies. The glory is my inheritance. Amen. Who wants to see the glory? We see the glory by faith. Every time that we walk in unbelief, we rob ourselves of the glory. Now, you remember when Lazarus died? And we read, um, Martha says to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. He's in the tomb. He's been dead for four days. And Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? In the glory, there's divine intervention. If you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Just believe. Martha Lord, was saying, Lord, there's going to be a stench. He's been in there for four days. He's dead. Did I not tell you? If you would believe, you would see the glory of God. You know, in your circumstances, it might be sickness. What has Satan put on you? What has he robbed from you? Maybe it's family problems. Did I not tell you? If you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Amen. If you want to see the glory in your situation, just believe. Put your faith in Jesus. It's faith that causes the glory to be manifest. Amen. 
Well, when you read the Old Testament, you see how it was God's purpose for his people to see his glory. You know, Moses went up on Mount Sinai and the glory of God came down as a consuming fire, as smoke. And the Lord said, do not let the people touch the mountain. In the glory, there's terrifying holiness. Wow. But praise God for a saviour who's merciful. We should remain in the glory, not visiting. Moses was there 40 days. And when he came out, the glory was on his face. And they were so freaked out, he had to put a veil over his face. Remain in the glory, not in and out a visit. May we be filled with the Holy Spirit every day. Amen. And how's that going to happen? Meditate on the word every day. Praise God. And obey it. Observe it. Obey it. Praise God. You know, when Solomon dedicated the temple and they, the priest brought the ark into the Holy of Holies, what was in the ark? Ten Commandments, the law, the word of God. And where did the glory dwell permanently? Above the mercy seat. And it was there that God spoke to Moses. You see, the glory is where the word is. You're robbing yourself if you're not meditating on the word. And when Solomon you know, he brought the ark in. The temple was filled with the glory of the Lord. And the priests couldn't remain in the temple to minister. Hallelujah. Lord, take over. Amen. Exodus 40, verse 34. Then the glory, then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Amen. You know, the glory is your rear guard and it's your protective covering, the Bible says. It's dangerous to walk outside the glory, to stop pursuing God, stop pursuing his word and just go your own way because the glory is your protective covering. And when you're going this way and the enemy wants to come and attack you from behind, the glory is your rear guard. Amen. Never depart from the glory. Never depart from the glory. Joshua remained in the tent of meeting. Hallelujah. Always stay in the glory. It's your protective covering. It covers you from behind. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If your faith has been edified, give Jesus a wave. Amen.